0: It is not meant to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for joining me for session 27 of the Therapy for Black Girls podcast. So, of course, today I wanted to spend some time chatting with you about the absolute horror that has occurred in Las Vegas earlier this week. And definitely want to make sure to send some healing thoughts and energy to the families of the lost loved ones and the tons of people who have been impacted by this terrorist act. And I do want to make sure that we are clear and that we call a thing a thing. This was absolutely an act of terrorism, an attempt to unnerve us and to kill innocent people who were simply trying to enjoy themselves. I want you to make sure that you're mindful of any news coverage that tries to spin this in any other way besides a terrorist attack. Even something like that is an attempt to invalidate our experiences and make us feel as if we are not actually seeing and experiencing what we are. When things like this happen, there really is no easy way to make sense of it. Any sense of normalcy we have tends to be disturbed, and it can be really confusing um, to even think about how you're supposed to move on when something like this has happened. Some of the common experiences and symptoms that you may be feeling and loved ones may be feeling include things like shock, fear, grief, anger, guilt, numbness, sadness, cognitive reactions like confusion, feeling indecisive, worry, shortened attention span. You may even be experiencing some physical symptoms like tension, headaches, um, fatigue, feeling kind of edgy disturbances to your sleep, random um, aches and pains, and you may be noticing some um, differences in your interpersonal reactions. Um, So getting into conflict with partners and friends easier or um, having increased work or school problems or feeling like you have been abandoned in some ways. We all react differently um, when things like this happen. And I think, many people feel rightfully scared. You know, we, we don't ever know when things like this are going to happen and it feels like these things happen way, way too often. And it's, it's just senseless and it, it really feels like there are no words to ever accurately describe um, the, the horror and the sense of helplessness, I think, that we often feel after something like this happens. And even though it's hard to process and there aren't really many things that we can do to kind of um, immediately do anything to necessarily make ourselves feel better, there, I think there are some things that we can do to kind of manage our emotions in the long run as we attempt to move forward. This morning I had the opportunity to talk with Jackie Reed for the Tom Joyner Morning Show to briefly share some of these tips. I'll share that interview here with you in case you missed it, and then I'll return to give you more information about some strategies to help you take care of yourself.
1: Listen, we all need some joy this morning. Another mass shooting in this country. Um, you know, after watching the coverage for an hour yesterday, you guys, I felt physically anxious, you know, hearing the gunfire and people screaming over and over again on the news. And it's not just that. We see so many people fu- suffering after the hurricanes and act- acts of terrorism around the world. Not just sadness for others, but we're also worried about our own safety and that of our loved ones. Add to that the stress um, about black people dying at the hands of police and if that were not were not enough ladies there is the stress of not having a man and the biological clock it is just too much now ladies we may go to the doctor for our bodies but too many of us still don't get help with our minds well this morning we have some help for that i'm going inside her story with dr joy harden bradford creator of therapyforblackgirls.com dot good morning dr joy good morning well, I started off by saying we needed some joy this morning, and here you are. <laughs> so let's begin with the shooting in Vegas. As I, as I said, you know, it left me feeling physically anxious. Um, just hearing the people screaming and the gunfire on the news for an hour, I had to turn it off. And you know, and I don't even have a connection directly um, to that tragedy. How do we deal with that stress if we're feeling it right now? Because many people are. Yeah,
2: absolutely, and I think you bring up a very good point. Um, watching the news for an hour related to these kinds of things is probably not the best idea, um, because those imaging images can be really distressing for us even if we weren't there. Um, so it's really good to take breaks from like social media and the news because those images and like the sounds really can kind of permeate our mind and cause us more stress.
1: Does doing something make a difference? Donating blood, um, you know, uh, donating to a charity, for example, if, if your uh, focus is on, you know, what's going on in, in Puerto Rico and Virgin Islands and places like that. Does that make a difference in how you deal with the stress that, stress that you have? It absolutely
2: does because it gets you out of your own mind and gets you focused on giving to others, which is always a good thing.
1: Now, I I talk specifically about um, black women, because we do carry a lot of stress. Mm. Um, In addition to what's going on, you know, with others around the world, we have a lot of stress in our lives, but we don't necessarily get the help for. Why is it that a lot of black women don't take their mental health um, that seriously?
2: I think there's still a lot of stigma related to mental health and counseling. People don't quite understand what it is. Um, It feels really weird to go to this stranger and tell them kind of all of your close personal business. Um, You know, a lot of us grew up kind of um, with the idea of what goes on in our house stays in our house. Mm -hmm. And I think that that sometimes prevents us from seeking the help that we need related to mental health.
1: I noticed that a lot of um, black women that I've spoken with have trouble finding a therapist that they feel that they can trust um, and share their innermost secrets with. And a lot of times they want that to be another black woman. It, why is it so difficult to find or, or how do you go about finding a therapist that you connect with?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, just in the field, generally, there are not as many um, black women therapists. You know, there are quite a few of us, but not enough, of course, to service everybody who may want services. Um, So what I have done on my website is created a therapist directory. So you can go to therapyforblackgirls.com directory and find listings of therapists in your state, um, who many of them who have been recommended by other black women who've gone to them. Um, you know, So I'm really trying to get the word out and get as many people signed up because my experience has been, like you mentioned, um, black women typically want another black woman therapist. And so if it's really hard to find them, then that is just another barrier to them not seeking the services they need. Do you think the media is doing a good job of, of helping us get over that hump of seeking therapy i know uh with you know this kind of situation with jackie interviewing you or uh, even the tv show insecure has Mm -hmm. one of the characters uh seeking therapy and and going through her sessions are we doing a good job i think we're doing a better job you know i was really impressed to see that on insecure this season um you know because i think it helps to kind of pull back the curtain on what happens when you actually go to a therapist's office Oh, hmm.
1: interesting. Yeah. 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 I, that, that's a really good question, Sybil, about that because that was, um, you, you know, you see it sprinkled out here and there throughout the media with with entertainment and television shows but not often with black characters so I was happy to see that on Insecure. So how do you know Dr. Joy that you're connecting um, with the right therapist is it like um, you know finding a a caterer for an event for example (laughs) you know what I mean should you interview people or if you find the number you know the name and number for a therapist should you just go to that therapist or should you go through a process of of interviewing
2: Yes, so most therapists offer like a 10 to 15 minute phone consultation so that you can ask any questions that you have and get to know a little bit more about them. Um, Most therapists also have websites where you can kind of look through their material with a Um, what they specialize in. Sometimes they also have videos. But it also, it definitely is an interviewing process because you want to make sure that you're going to feel comfortable actually sharing with this person and telling them, you know, some really deep personal
1: things. Mm. And how do you know really quickly, Dr. Joy, that you may need therapy? What I are think we can, all
2: benefit, we can all benefit from therapy, but yes. definitely any signs of distress. So if you are noticing that you're not sleeping, not eating, anything that's a marked difference from how you typically move is a good sign that you need therapy.
1: Oh, gosh, I've right, this for a long Yeah, time. right? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, and the website is therapyforblackgirls.com. Check it out, you guys. Thank you, Dr. Joy. Thank you.
0: So that was my conversation this morning with Jackie, where I talked about the impact of the Las Vegas shooting on our mental health, as well as how to find a therapist if you need one. I want to also expound on that tip more now. So the first one, um, and if you've been listening to the podcast a while, you know that um, my first tip will be, of course, to monitor and manage how much time you are spending looking at social media and the news. Um, And I know, of course, we want to be connected and to be sure that we're up on the latest updates about this tragedy. But the constant connection can really be damaging. So continuously scrolling through Facebook and Twitter and um, checking CNN and whatever your website is, your news website is of choice. um, Those kinds of things can be really damaging particularly if it involves you watching the footage from the actual attack where you see the crowd literally running for their lives. And I think because as a society, we are exposed to so much violence and gore, it sometimes feels like it's okay to watch these things um, over and over again, but it actually is very, very unhealthy and is very damaging to your psyche. Visual memories are our most powerful memories And so we definitely have to be careful with what we're consuming related to these images. The second step is allowing yourself to feel what you're feeling. Um, In the episode, sometimes you got to feel the feels. I definitely talked about um, how it's important after things like this to make sure that you're allowing yourself to actually feel whatever feelings come up for you. You may have an immediate reaction to push your feelings away or to be embarrassed by your feelings. But optimally, you want to allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling without any judgment, but instead coming from a place of curiosity towards your feelings. So for example, you may notice that you're feeling more anxious this week, which I think a lot of us are. Instead of saying things to yourself like, why are you anxious? You live all the way in South Carolina far away from where this happened and you're fine there's nothing for you to be worried about instead of saying something like that you could try saying something like hmm I'm noticing I'm much more anxious this week where is this coming from and then I want you to interrogate the feeling do you feel scared do you feel angry do you feel isolated what is the feeling that's actually coming up for you It's much more effective to try to explore where our feelings come from as opposed to trying to not have them or trying to rationalize why they're wrong. The third strategy or step that you can use to try to um, kind of make as much sense of this as possible and manage your emotions is to try to maintain your routine. So the goal of terrorism is to make us too afraid to continue to live our daily lives. So when you feel able to, I want you to resume your typical routine. And it's okay if you feel fearful of attending events with large crowds or places where there'll be loud noise for a while. All of that is totally normal. I think my very first reaction after I heard something, heard that this happened was, oh, I'm not going to any of the things this weekend that we plan to do with the boys. But I want to challenge myself and you um, to kind of, continue to live despite all of these things. The best way to prevail in spite of terror is to continue to thrive and to take back our individual sense of power. And the fourth thing that I think is really important to consider is to contact your legislators about gun control. So I'm not exactly sure what it's going to take for our government to realize that this type of large-scale tragedy is absolutely a threat to public health that could largely be prevented and aided by stricter laws related to gun control. So I want you to contact your legislators and ensure that your voice is heard. Make sure that when it's election time, local elections are coming up for some of us. um, When it's election time, make sure that you're asking the candidates about this. They're asking for your votes and lobbying for your votes. So make sure that you know and get a sense of where they stand on this topic. And their plans to act on your behalf and to make sure that your voice is heard. In the show notes, I am going to um, add a link to several helpful resources that may be of use to you. Um, The first one is a therapist in Las Vegas who is offering some crisis stabilization. Um, sessions, brief sessions for um, children between the ages of 7 and 17. Um, So any children in the Las Vegas area who may have been impacted by this um, and want to have a session with this therapist, there will be contact information there if you want it. Um, I'll also include some information for any therapists who are um, trauma trained, trained to deal with these kinds of things. Um, the Mandalay Bay Casino, which is where this happened, um, is asking for crisis counselors to come there and volunteer their time to help. So I'll include that information as well. As well as a couple of handouts from the American Psychological Association that discuss, um, again, more tips for, for how to um, recover after something like this happens, as well as, Tips for talking with your children. Um, So if children are watching and kind of up to date on what's happening or if they hear other kids talking about it at school, um, you want to make sure that you have some uh, tips and strategies and are equipped with those things to talk with your children about that. If you are looking for a therapist in your area, do make sure that you check out the therapist directory that's on the website. You can find that at therapyforblackgirls.com backslash directory. And if you are a therapist and you have not added your practice information to the directory, I would invite you to do that. I'd really like to have as many therapists across the country in the directory so that people can get the help they need and can get connected to you easily. So you can find that information if you'd like to add your practice information at therapyforblackgirls.com backslash being listed. If you have additional tips, things that have helped you to kind of Um, maintain your sanity in the wake of this and you want to share with others please make sure to use the hashtag tbg in session you can find us on twitter at therapy for the number four b girls and you can find us on instagram and facebook at therapy for black girls and if you're interested in joining the facebook group that has at least a thousand other um, therapy for black girl podcast fans You can find that at therapyforblackgirls.com backslash tribe. As always, I'm looking forward to continuing this conversation with you all real soon. Take care of yourself and each other.